Hello, I'm Leanna Bella. And I'm Joe Skeppis. Welcome to Pearson's Law. Today's podcast is How Much Do Family Lawyers Cost? Which is a very good question, Leanne. Why don't you give us a bit of information about that? Oh, well, it's the information we give people the first appointment. I find it really interesting when people come to the first appointment and they don't raise the issue of costs. And I'm thinking, God, I would want to know. Whenever I go anywhere, when I go to the dentist, when I go... To the hairdresser, what's it going to cost me? And uh, that's because we're Italian and Maltese, and that's what we do. It's cultural. Yes, we love doing that. So In fact, we, we like to bargain. It's absolutely, about an, it's about an orange and an apple, right? That's right. Yeah. We want to know where we stand. So. That's right. As you do, Leanne, um, it's our practice that in the first interview we tell our clients at the end of it, so let's talk about costs, and you see this relief over their face. So, oh, Absolute relief. I don't want to talk about it, but you're going to talk about it. And so Thank God. They, yeah, mm. I can, you can see the look on their face. Absolutely. Yeah. So we tell them about the hourly rate, and that's scary, and then we say, well, let me put that into some sort of context. If your matter is a simple matter, and we have some discussions and negotiations, we reach an agreement, we document that, then it's going to cost you somewhere between A and B. Yeah, that's right. And so, but that's if it's a consent order or a binding financial agreement that finalizes the matter without a lot of uh, difficulty or um, complex financial matters. And it's pretty straightforward when the parties reach agreement. Because often, of course, Joe, I'm saying to clients, look, your case is not complicated. But boy, you two personalities mm. seem complicated. Not because I've got both personalities in front of them. Me, I haven't. I've only got one of the parties in front of me. So it's not the issues that can make a matter complicated. It's the personalities of the people. Including the lawyers sometimes. Including the lawyers, sometimes that's right. The lawyers uh, can't communicate uh, for whatever reason, given bad advice perhaps to their client, and you're stuck in a situation of conflict when you really shouldn't be. Yeah. I had a client yesterday who said to me, look, my husband said to me when I separated that I will get nothing. And I know he won't settle. It doesn't matter how many times I compromise, he will change the goalposts. Now, she said that to me, I don't know, six months ago, and she's absolutely right. It doesn't matter what concession we make. It doesn't matter how we change the configuration of the settlement to either take more in cash, less in super, etc. He just won't settle because he wants to punish her for entering the relationship. And so I always ask, a client, tell me if there's any agenda here. What, where, what is it that I need to know? Not that I'm ever really interested in why parties separated because, of course, it doesn't matter why parties separated. The court doesn't really need to know whether there are extramarital relationships or whatever, unless, of course, it's matters that relate to the care of the kids, such as drugs or alcohol, etc. But generally, there is another agenda in the event that matters don't settle, and it, often it is... Um, uh, punishment mm-hmm. or um, resentment, mm-hmm. particularly if there's another party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and those sorts of agendas, they just infiltrate the whole negotiation. Yes, negotiation yes. process and just put a bar there. Well, the good news is in those situations, that's why the court exists. Yeah. Okay. You're forced to go to court, then you're forced to come to the negotiating table. You're forced to go through the process. And we've had cases, as you know, Leanne, here at the office mm-hmm. where. Even if a party doesn't cooperate in the court process, the court will list it for an undefended matter. They will make orders. They'll get the sheriff out and issue warrants for people to get evicted from their home, sell the home. The end result will be that there is some finality. You will get an end. You'll get an end. There's an result. Uh, But also, there's good news that in some situations, like for intervention orders or divorces, we tell clients they're a fixed fee. We tell them how much they're going to cost and they know how much they are. But in the generality, in the main work that we do, we, it's the hourly rate 
Uh, and the good thing is that we, because we've got a team of lawyers ranging from partners like you and I down to the more junior lawyers, we have the team approach. We can get the less experienced junior lawyers to do work that's appropriate for them. And that's a saving for the client. Yeah, that's 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 what we call the grunt work, which includes um, the issuing of subpoenas or it might include inspecting subpoenas or indexing discoverable documents. By grunt work, it's legal work. It's time-consuming work, but you don't want to be paying the most expensive in- person in the firm to do that work. Yeah, yeah. And then what we do is we analyse it and strategize it. So it is that leveraging that makes it uh, more affordable for clients. Absolutely. And also what we do is part of our communication is we send regular bills to clients on a fortnightly, monthly basis so that they can, one, know how much they're spending, two, budget for it, and understand what's happening for their dollars. Yeah, yeah, we're That's blessed. I mean, we've had Christine um, Kennedy of our office who's been with our firm for 36, 35, 36 years. And uh, she does all of our bills. She answers all the clients' cost queries. All the bills are itemised. She is a gem. And um, so, you know, clients feel very aware of what their costs are um, and how it's all travelling and what they're spending on their matter. In addition to our costs, of course, we pay other people to do work on some of the files. For example, there's court fees that we are mandatory that we have to pay. Government fees, government. Government yeah. fees. Government taxes, pay. really, aren't yeah, they? pretty much. Yeah. There's process servers, there's valuations sometimes. Sometimes we engage a, a clinical psychologist to do what's called a family report, and they're going to be paid, obviously. Well, half-half, yourself yeah. and the other party. And then if they've got a mediation, there's a mediator that's got to be paid. Sometimes a venue. We the try venue. to avoid that, but sometimes there might be a small cost for a venue. And then you've got barristers who might attend or be engaged to go to court. So those those sorts of expenses are called disbursements. Obviously, they're passed on to the clients. But in the even in the more difficult cases where we know where the matter should result, we know where this matter should resolve and should be out of the system, but because somebody's not playing ball, you have to go through the process. We do offers of compromise early on, put the other party at, at, at notice that if they... Um, go forces to go to court and we get a result which is as good as or better than our offer of settlement yeah. then we can hand that letter up to the judge and say listen judge we were prepared to settle on this proposal a year ago 18 months ago we've had to spend so many tens of thousands of dollars we were forced to come here against our better judgment we want the other party to pay our costs and courts are very very accommodating in making someone pay costs if they're being incurred unnecessarily yeah that's right um, so they're very aware of and we, we get cost orders not pr- yeah not we do pretty, pretty well regularly, actually, yeah, yeah I was gonna say not 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 uh, not uh, rarely we get them pretty regularly really yeah. so I love what I love at the end of a medley and I don't know if you do this but I, when a client comes in they spend the first half hour 45 minutes uh, they give you the scenario usually you know 90% of the information you need to know we yeah, give them yeah. a range give of a what range. they like yeah. we'll give them a range and then you go through the litigation it might be two three years that you're involved in negotiating and through the now litigation now don't be scared process. by that because that's the rare cases that's two three cases. years right I like to go back to my initial notes and say well what did I tell this client way back then yeah and invariably it's within the range oh yeah you I know, love saying scary. I told you so to the yeah, client yeah. I love it I love it and so um it's not to say that costs aren't a scary prospect for clients. They are a scary prospect. Um, and some clients are really concerned. They'll come and see me and say, listen, how am I going to afford to pay these fees? Well, there are a number of ways. You, they do pay as they go along. If they can't pay as they get along, well, there are two other methods. One, we can get what's called litigation funding. That is, if your partner holds the bucket of money, either in a company account or in a trust fund or in a bank account, then we can get litigation funding a sum of money to help you pay your legal fees. In other words, that's an order from the court that the other party has to pay you a lump sum 
to assist you with your costs. Alternatively, there are instances where we can take payment at the end of the case. We put a caveat over the property, there is a small surcharge, and we get payment when you get payment at the end of the case, or when you refinance the house. So there are lots of options, and there's very rarely um, instances where clients are in a position where they can't afford legal fees. But if that is the case, even at the end of the first appointment, which is free, we will direct them to a various services that may be available to them where they may be able to get free legal advice, such as Women's Legal Service or Community Legal Centre or Legal Aid. Yeah. So we'll direct people in that instance. We won't leave them high and dry. Yeah. So costs are extremely important um, and it's important that clients know how much they're going to pay yes. for a number of reasons. Um, so if you want to know more about your matter, costs and the like, um, come to Pearson's Lawyers and our number is 1300 699 688 for your first free appointment. Thank you for listening. <laughs>